Okay. I'm going to do a quick audio for um, the Trail Guide Mod 2 Final. All right. Um, I'm going to run through the more important muscles. I'm going to talk about their actions. I'm going to give an example of how you might shorten or lengthen that muscle. Hopefully listening to this a few times might help uh, kind of get it into your mind. So <clears throat> Trail Guide Mod 2 Final. Um, abdominal muscles, rectus abdominis flexes the abdomen. The rectus abdominis flexes the abdomen. So if you were going to shorten the muscle, you would do something like bend over forward. And if you were going to lengthen it, you would extend because it wants to flex. Right? Internal versus external obliques. Internal obliques flex. So you're going to shorten it by bending forward or side bending to the same side because you're going to shorten it on the right side by bending to the right. All right, so flexion, side bending, and ipsilateral rotation, meaning the right side turns you to the right. The right oblique reaches up, grabs onto your left shoulder, and turns you to the right, okay? Think about your shoulders facing to the right, all right? So internal obliques flex, side bend, and ipsilaterally rotate. So you will shorten the internal obliques by turning to the same side. You would lengthen them by turning to the opposite side. So you would lengthen the right internal obliques by turning your shoulders to the left, all right? Um, external obliques are the same but the opposite. So they still flex, they still side bend, but they contralaterally rotate. So that means your left side is gonna pull your shoulders into to the right, into a right turn. All right, the left external obliques will turn your shoulders to the right. So if you're talking about the external obliques, you're going to shorten the fibers by turning to the opposite side. Or you're going to shorten them by bending forward and flexing. Or you're going to shorten them by side bending to the same side. All right, you're going to lengthen the fibers by extending your back or side bending to the opposite side. So you're going to lengthen the external obliques on the right side by side bending to the left, all right? Imagine you got rubber bands on each side. If you bend to the opposite side, that rubber band is gonna stretch, all right? And then contralateral rotation, all right? Transverse abdominis, all it does is compress the, the contents of the abdomen. Transverse compression. Occipital frontalis, elevates the eyebrows. Therefore, you're going to shorten the fibers by looking surprised. And you're going to lengthen the fibers pretty much by frowning, right? Drawing the eyebrows down. Sternal, cladal, mastoid. Let's talk about all the neck muscles, first of all. Let's talk about the ones in the front, starting with the contralateral rotators. So sternal, cladal, mastoid, and scalenes, and it's not here, but also the trapezius muscles, are all neck muscles in the front. Neck muscles in the front are going to flex and side bend, and these in particular are going to contralaterally rotate. Sternocleidomastoid, scalenes, and traps contralaterally rotate. They are front neck muscles that flex, side bend, and contralaterally rotate, which means, again, just like with the internal-external obliques, you're going to have a left-right component. Um, Sternocleidomastoid will shorten by flexing the neck, and they, it will lengthen by passively extending the neck. This is the same for sternocleidomastoid, scalenes, and the traps. Remember, they may say anterior scalenes, middle scalenes, posterior scalenes, it doesn't matter. 
sternocleidomastoid, scalenes, and trapezius. One more time. SCM, sternocleidomastoid, scalenes, and traps are contralateral rotators on the front of the neck. So they are going to flex the neck, side bend the neck, and contralaterally rotate. So if you're talking about sternocleidomastoid, scalenes, or traps, what that means is if it says, how, are you, how do you lengthen the fibers on the right side, okay? So if you're going to lengthen the fibers on the right side, you can either extend the neck because they flex, you can side bend to the left, right? Or you can turn to the, to the right because they're contralateral rotators. So if I turn my head to the same side, it's going to stretch that muscle because it turns the opposite direction, all right? <clears throat> Other front neck muscles that are not contralateral rotators. So we have longest capitis and longest coli. Longest capitis and longest coli are regular smegular front neck muscles. So they are going to flex your neck, side bend your neck, and ipsilaterally rotate. They're going to rotate to the same side. All right. So longest capitis and longest coli, if you rotate your, if you're talking about the right side and you rotate to the right, it's going to shorten them because they are ipsilateral rotators. If you want it to lengthen longest capitis or longest coli on the right side, you're going to contralaterally rotate, all right? Or you can extend them because since they flex, extending them will lengthen, lengthen them. Extending your neck will lengthen the longest capitis and longest coli. Also side bending, if you want to shorten the fibers, you would bend to the same side. So if you're talking about the right side, you would bend to the right. If you want to lengthen it, you would bend to the left, right? So sternocleidomastoid, scalenes, and traps are front muscles that are contralateral rotators. Longest capitis and longest coli are front neck muscles that are ipsilateral rotators, all right? On that same note, the posterior neck muscles are a lot easier, all right? So we have splenius capitis, which actually is the only muscle in this group, all right? So splenius capitis is a posterior neck muscle. There's a question that mentions all the posterior neck muscles. Posterior neck muscles extend, side bend, and ipsilaterally rotate. They extend, they side bend, and they ipsilaterally rotate. So all the posterior neck muscles are going to extend the neck, side bend the neck, and rotate it to the same side. Therefore, if you want it to um, lengthen the fibers of the back neck muscles, you're going to flex the neck forward. That's going to stretch them, all right? Or you're gonna side bend to the opposite side. So if you want to stretch the left splenius capitis by side bending, you're going to side bend to the right. You're going to bend away from that side. Ipsilateral rotation. If you want it to shorten splenius capitis, you're going to turn to the same side. So if you want to shorten the fibers of the left splenius capitis, you're going to turn the head to the left. If you want it to lengthen the fibers of the left splenius capitis, you're going to turn the head to the right. All right? Um, so that's neck muscles. Remember, again, all neck muscles do three things, either flex or extend, depending on whether they're on the front or back. They're going to side bend and they're going to rotate, all right? Know your contralateral rotators. That way you'll know all the other ones are ipsilateral. 
Contralateral rotators include sternocleidomastoid, trapezius, scalenes, external obliques, and multifidi and rotatories, aka transversal spinalis. All right, know your contralateral rotators. All right, moving on, but in the same vein, let's talk about the back muscles that are important. So quadratus lumborum, quadratus lumborum, low back, it extends the back, it side bends, and it hike hips. It hikes the hip, hike hips, it hikes the hip. So it extends the back, side bends, and hikes the hip. Again, if you're going to lengthen the quadratus lumborum, you can flex or you can side bend to the opposite side, okay? Um, erector spinae group runs up and down the spine. They extend the back and laterally flex. They do not rotate. Erector spinae extends the back and laterally flexes. So if you're going to shorten the fibers, you're gonna extend the back. If you're going to lengthen the fibers, you're going to flex the trunk. Or if you're going to extend, you can laterally flex to the opposite side. So if you're going to lengthen the erector spinae on the left, you're gonna side bend to the right. If you're going to shorten the erector spinae, the erector spinae on the left, you're going to laterally flex to the left. All right. Um, Let's see, ribs, ribs, all right? So what happens when you inhale? The ribs um, elevate and expand. When you exhale, they collapse and depress, okay? So ribs, when you inhale and expand, that you, when you inhale, they expand and elevate. When you exhale, they collapse and depress. Therefore, muscles that reach down and pull the ribs up help with inhalation and muscles that reach up and pull the ribs down help with exhalation. Examples of muscles that attach to the ribs that help inhale, all right? Serratus posterior superior, sternocleidomastoid, scalenes, all right? All those help with inhalation. Example of the ones that help with exhalation, serratus posterior inferior and quadratus lumborum because it reaches up to the ribs and helps pull them down or at best stabilize. Okay, what else am I looking at here? Um, finally, we have temporalis and masseter. Temporalis and masseter elevate the mandible. They elevate the mandible. So when you take a bite, you're shortening the fibers. When you open your mouth wide, you're, you're, you're lengthening the fibers, All right? And then of course you have your pterygoids, which do lateral deviation. Just remember that point, lateral deviation. Um, but back, I'm sorry, back to temporalis and masseter. Temporalis retracts, masseter protracts. I still can't remember how to remember that. I have no mnemonic for you, but temporalis starts back on the temporal fossa and fascia. The temporalis starts on the temporal fascia and fascia, fascia and fossa, and reaches forward to the coronoid process of the mandible. So it's going to pull it back into retraction. Whereas masseter starts forward on the zygomatic arch, which is the cheekbone, and reaches back to the jawline. So it's going to pull the mandible forward into protraction. Best you can do is just remember those angles. From the cheekbone to the jaw is the masseter. It's going to pull it into protraction. From the temporalis, which is back behind the ear, forward to the jaw, it's going to pull the mandible into retraction, okay? Muscles always pull. Um, that's about it. Also remember with the scalenes, they insert on the ribs 
the posterior scalene inserts on the second rib, the anterior and middle scalenes insert on the first rib. All right? Remember the suboccipitals. Draw your V. Draw a small V. Draw a bigger V. Then draw big L's on the outside. All right? Three of those muscles attached to the skull. Look at your picture. Minor is the little V. Major is the big V. Superior is the straight line running vertically. Inferior is the straight line running transversely. All right? One of those muscles does not attach to the occiput. Draw the picture. All right, so that is 90% of the test. Remember those actions, listen to this again, and ponder over lengthening and shortening. Get yourself a rubber band, all right? Put it in one place, visualize it on one side, and then see what happens to that rubber band. I don't know how to say that. Use a skeleton on the paper, I'm not sure, but wrap your mind around lengthening and shortening. That is the majority of this test. All right, happy studying. Whew, yeah, okay, so I've decided to do a few um, questions to kind of quiz you. You can pause it in order to give yourself more time. This is like take five because I keep messing up majorly. <laughs> Bear with me. All right, so if I side bend to the right, if I side bend to the right, am I lengthening or shortening my left sternocleidomastoid? Pause. You are lengthening the left sternocleidomastoid by side bending to the right. Um, if I extend my back, am I lengthening or shortening the rectus abdominis? Pause. Yes, you are lengthening the rectus abdominis by extending the back. Um, if I side bend to the left, am I lengthening or shortening the internal oblique on the left? Pause. When I side bend to the left, I am shortening the internal obliques on the left. All right? When I flex my neck, am I lengthening or shortening longus capitis? Pause. When you flex the neck, you are shortening the longus capitis. When you flex the trunk, are you lengthening or shortening the erector spinae? When you flex the trunk, are you lengthening or shortening erector spinae? Pause. You are lengthening the erector spinae when you flex. You are lengthening the erector spinae when you flex. All right, so what actions could you perform to lengthen the right quadratus lumborum? There are two. What actions can you perform to lengthen the right quadratus lumborum? Pause. All right, so in order to lengthen the quadratus lumborum, you can side bend to the left. This is the right quadratus lumborum. In order to lengthen the right quadratus lumborum, you can side bend to the left or you can flex the whole trunk. That will indeed lengthen the right quadratus lumborum as well as the um, left one. All right, if I wanted to shorten the sternocleidomastoid on the left side, if I wanted to shorten the sternocleidomastoid on the left side, what three actions could I perform? Pause. All right, in order to shorten the sternocleidomastoid on the left side, you're gonna rotate to the right 
right? That's going to shorten it because it is a contralateral rotator. You're going to flex the neck because that's going to shorten the left and the right sternocleidomastoid. Or you can side bend to the left in order to shorten the left sternocleidomastoid. All right, um, if I wanted to shorten, bilaterally shorten splenius capitis, that means both sides at once. If I wanted to bilaterally shorten the splenius capitis, what action would I perform? Pause. Yes, you are going to extend the neck in order to shorten splenius capitis. And I got one more for you. Um, if I wanted to lengthen the right sternocleidomastoid and the right longus coli at the same time, what two actions could I perform? If I wanted to lengthen the right sternocleidomastoid and the right longus coli, what would I do? Basically, how are they synergist? Pause. All right, if I want to lengthen the right sternocleidomastoid and longus coli, I would side bend to the left. Or, since they're both front neck muscles, I would extend the neck, therefore lengthen these two front neck muscles. All right, and finally, what are the contralateral rotators? There's five of them. What are the contralateral rotators? Pause. All right. That's going to be sternocleidomastoid, trapezius, scalenes, external obliques, and the transversal spinalis, also known as multifidi and rotatories. All right. Happy studying.